Welcome, travelers. I'm Megan. I'm Andrew. We're a couple of married weirdos. With a thinking problem. And this, this is, is Journey, Journey of Weird. Two paranormal stories and soulmates. She believes, but he's a skeptic. Come with them on the ghostly exploration of the unknown, the strange. Oh, look, an apparition. Welcome, travelers, to this journey. Okay, campers, rise and shine, and don't forget your booties because it's cold out there today. It's cold out there every day. What is this, Miami Beach? I don't think so. Not hardly. You can expect hazardous travel later with that, uh, you know, that blizzard thing. Anyway, hi there, weirdos. This is episode zero, where we want to share a little about us and why we're even doing this. But before we go any further, I just want to thank some people, our friends and family for one, Thank you for supporting our strange hobbies and interests, even if it just means listening to us wax poetic on if Bigfoot is an interdimensional alien, a tangible construct of our collective imagination, or an actual undiscovered species of humanoid. More on that in a future episode. We also want to thank a lot of amazing creators out there for sharing their passion and thoughts around the paranormal. We're committed to the idea of creators supporting creators, and to that end, I plan for us to have a short segment at the end of our future episodes where we'll each pick a podcast, YouTube channel, Instagram account, or whatever to highlight as being an inspiration to us, or just generally a source of good, fun content. Lastly, our biggest shout out this episode is to Mr. Joe Biondi. We found Joe thanks to the recommendation of the Spooky Soul Sisters podcast, who also used him to write and record their opening song. Joe, or maybe it's Joey, is an amazing musician who can turn around tunes in any genre in an incredibly fast amount of time, at least to me. I was blown away by his creativity and knowledge as he helped us to land on a sound for this podcast. Eventually we were like, okay, it's settled. Give us something like Talking Heads, Road to Nowhere-ish, but, you know, different enough to avoid any legal entanglements. (laughs) And we don't know about you, but we feel like he more than delivered. So thank you again, Joey. Uh, Please join us in giving him some love by following him on Instagram at Joey's Jingles, all one word, spelled J-O-E-Y-S, Jingles. You can also find him on Facebook, just search Joey's Jingles, or if you'd like him to write a song for your own podcast or YouTube channel, or maybe just a song for Grandma and Grandpa on their 50th wedding anniversary, look him up on Fiverr, with two R's, as Joe Biondi. We'll drop a link in the show notes. That's an industry term. Uh, yeah, I guess, right? We're still figuring this out, y'all. Anyway, that's all I got for the shout-outs this week. Now on to the real questions. So, who are we? Well, we've been together for eight years. We've been married for almost three. We had a dinosaur-themed wedding, in case that tells you everything you need to know about us. Uh, I was born and raised here in Virginia. I was born in Georgia and then raised all over. Uh, We're in our late 30s, and we've got a dog and two cats, but we don't plan to talk about them much. But they may make cameos on our Instagram page and my TikTok. Uh, We both got full-time jobs you won't hear us talking about at all. Uh, But just in case you think this podcast is totally trash, don't worry. We're not quitting our day jobs. (laughs) I think that about sums us up. Andrew, tell the listeners where you're at with the paranormal right now as of March of 2022. I'm kind of curious if our stances will shift and change as we go on this journey. And think this is a good time to kind of discuss our backgrounds and general beliefs. 
All right. So I, I've always been very skeptical uh, in general, but skeptical doesn't mean that you automatically say you don't believe in something and then just try to find ways to debunk it. Uh, it means looking at all of the evidence that's available, which is what I try to do. So as a kid, I loved TV shows and books and everything just about sort of mysteries of the unexplained. Of course, there was Unsolved Mysteries with Robert Stack. Everyone loved it. R.I.P. Uh, there was In Search Of with the late Leonard Nimoy. Uh, Which I never knew about until I actually <laughs> met this guy. And then it was like year two of dating him. I thought I was the best girlfriend in the world because I found this on Amazon and surprised him with like the old series. It, you were the best girlfriend. Oh, thanks. You don't have to get into all that with them. But it was pretty cool, especially because, like, watching those old episodes, talking about things in the, what, the 70s? Uh, yes, yeah, 77 to 82, I think, was the run of that show. Right. So it's a very long time ago, and I was sitting there with my phone searching Google the entire time wondering what the latest information on these sites were. It was kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've found out some new things since the days of uh, Leonard Nimoy and his corduroy sport jacket and... Uh, uh. Such style. <laughs> uh, and, you know, there was, uh, there was that one. There was also Arthur C. Clarke's Mysterious World. Uh, of course, a lot of these shows played a little fast and loose with the facts sometimes. We'll try not to do that, uh, you know. Yeah, but, I mean, to everyone's credit, a creator in entertainment industry still has to tell a story, right, in a way that listeners can understand the narrative of it. Of course. So I'll give them points to that. But to Andrew's point, our, our mission is to hopefully actually have researched facts about what we talk about. Indeed. And of course, I've been a longtime listener to Coast to Coast AM, which if anybody's out there listening to this, you're probably familiar with that one, uh, which, you know, sometimes is just a total load of hooey. Uh, depends on who the guest is, what the topic is. But it's always interesting, always entertaining. And it's always like a subject that even if you don't believe a word of it is true, you still want to find out more about it. Uh, because and you want to hear the listeners yeah, call in. Yeah, that, that's the, yeah, that's the best part of that show. So, you know, I, I read a lot of books about the unexplained as a kid. There was... Uh, so this would have been like early 90s. There was a lot of stuff like The Face on Mars, you know, which was just like a mountainside that had weird shadows on it. But that was a big thing, you know. And then uh, I read this book called Maps of the Ancient Sea Kings by Arthur Hapgood uh, when I was a teenager, I guess. That was written in the 60s. And it was, I, honestly, a lot of it was bunk. But <laughs> it was pseudo history. Uh, but it was this guy who had this theory about this ancient civilization, basically his idea of Atlantis. And he thought it was this technologically advanced ancient civilization that spanned the Atlantic thousands of years ago, or at least many centuries before Columbus. And he thought that some of this knowledge was passed down and that there are a couple of maps that exist from like the early days of exploration that actually show that they had this old knowledge. But it was a very interesting book. Any historian will tell you that this guy is full of crap, and, you know, he, he probably was. But I really liked it. But it so, sparked your imagination, <laughs> which I think is the exactly. big thing about these kind of things. It did. And, you know, a lot of the stuff that we're going to cover and that, you know, other podcasts cover in this sort of genre, a lot of it is just folklore. But even then, it's still interesting from, like, a folklore standpoint. And then uh, there's just the standpoint of all of it doesn't need to be true. If even one of the things that, for example, they talk about on Coast to Coast AM is true, then that would just be amazing because yeah. it's some out there stuff. <laughs> uh, but so I always try to keep an open mind 
not so open that your brain falls out as uh, I forgot who said that originally. Ah, well. It sounds like a dad <laughs> joke. Um, so ghosts uh, in particular are one of the things that I've always been very skeptical about. Well, you know, except for that one time. Uh, well, well, we'll get into that later. Anyway, uh, I was always very interested in cryptids, aliens, UFOs. I don't necessarily believe a lot of those stories either, but uh, they're just very interesting to me. And I'm glad that there are people out there investigating those things, even the ones that I think are probably not real at all. Um, I'm glad there are people doing that and telling their stories. And I would love to see something or discover something that changes my mind about any of these topics. Or, you know, even just something that actually scares me. <laughs> hmm. um, Meg, your turn now. So I love a lot of Andrew's points. Um, I, I guess I kind of think back to I grew up being a very vivid dreamer. Some of those dreams felt more like reality. Like one instance in particular that felt like I was listening to this bubble of time, this history of the house I was living in at the time, as if I was... I couldn't see the people in the dream, but I could hear the scene that was happening as it approached the bedroom I was sleeping in, and it it was odd. It was a very interesting experience. Anyway, I also remember another time that I felt like I was visited by this black dog spirit thing that came out of the closet and came onto my bed. Black dog stories are all over the place. That's Especially interesting... as like a spirit. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people have stories like that. Yeah. So. Like an archetype or something. Yeah. So I also dreamt, this one was weird, in 2004, two days before the Indian Ocean tsunami um, on December 26th, I actually had a dream that I died from a tsunami, which is odd because as I've gotten into this weird world on Instagram and everything else and have been listening to and meeting so many other people, I can't remember who said it, but there was someone that I just came across on social media like a month ago that also had that same dream like a couple nights before the tsunami. So is it some psychic gift that I had I don't know is it something that just got sent out there to the world universe and some people picked up on it and some people Pe didn't people having apparently shared dreams like that is very interesting to me and that's one of those things that I guess I'm still pretty skeptical about but <laughs> well, very interested in and of course I'm sure we didn't have the exact same details of the dream but the right. end point of giant tsunami died by it two days before this Weird, don't normally dream about tsunamis, yeah. don't live by the ocean, nothing like that, seemed very odd timing. You know, what is that? What triggers that? Is it real? Is it not? You know, is it just all coincidence? Who knows? But yeah, you know, and then like so many other teen, teens, I spent a lot of time playing with Ouija boards as well, which I know a lot of people get really freaked out even at the mention of those. Um, but I never had any negative experiences. I remember actually a couple really funny ghosts talking to us, which, you know, maybe it was just my friends uh, playing yeah. along. I've never had negative experiences with them either. I've never had any experiences. <laughs> it it just stands still for me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably do an episode on Ouija boards like so many people do, but we actually have one in the house. And in the last year, I've been like, Andrew, let's light some candles and like try a Ouija board. And we put our hands on it, and it doesn't go anywhere. It just sits there. Mind you, as a teen, it was going all over the place. It was telling jokes. It was it was an interesting experience. Okay, so take two. Uh, we just paused it because as I'm talking about Ouija boards, suddenly, and you'll hear it in the track, there was these two loud thumps. Now, we have 
two cats and a dog, like we said. And if I can't see all three of the animals, if I hear a weird noise, I'm going to assume it was one of them. It, it totally was. I'm sure it was. <laughs> you know, Andrew got up to go look around and one of our cats looked guilty. However, we couldn't actually pinpoint what made the noise. It was good timing on our cat's part, though. Definitely gave me the heebie-jeebies for a second. Our pets are born showmen. They are, I guess so. I mean, Ziggy that I mentioned is is named after Ziggy Stardust. So, you know, shout out to the David Bowie lovers out there. But what I was going to say about Ouija boards and finish up with about that was just that, uh, you know, it depends on what you believe about them. It, It doesn't move for Andrew and I, but it moved a lot for me as a teen. And I would love to try it again with someone who is more of a believer with safe boundaries. I believe in practicing safe Ouija. <laughs> even if there's nothing paranormal about a Ouija board, uh, which I don't really think there is. But even if it's just people moving it, when you get like three or four people holding on to that thing and somehow they spell out a word, that's like an interesting psychological thing. Idiomatic effect. Yes. Isn't it the idiomatic effect? Sounds good. It's I, I know. Idio something. I-D-I-O. I don't know. This is our good research coming into play. We weren't going to get into all this with the introduction. Anywho, uh, at some point we'll talk more about Ouija boards, and I'll even share um, our visit to Salem, which was very, very, very short. But in that trip, I was able to visit the Salem Witchboard Museum and talk to the owner, and those were some really cool stories from that. So, like I said, I've kind of had a few supernatural experiences or just really highly odd experiences in my life. Enough to make me open to the other side, but I didn't grow up in a haunted house or anything like that. I can't put my finger on exactly when it happened, but sometime in my early 20s, I felt myself mentally shutting down my openness to the other side out of self-preservation or maybe just a natural thing we do as we age. Now, for the last few years, I've been trying to open myself back up to it, though, through meditations and these paranormal investigations we'll be telling you more about in the upcoming shows. Part of my drive, like so many other interested in spirits on the other side, stems from the loss of loved ones, in particular my father in 2013. I was the only one in his hospital room at the time of his passing, and that moment has had a very profound impact on my life these last eight years. Which, yes, unfortunately, Andrew missing meeting my father by about five months kind of sucks, but I know the two of them would have gotten along really well. Anyway, I definitely lean towards a bigger focus on the spiritual side of the paranormal. I love to talk about and think about the ideas of aliens and cryptids and other phenomenon, and I'm loving the intersection of these ideas in the world of high strangeness. But at the end of the day, I'd probably sooner turn on a Kindred Spirits episode than Finding Bigfoot. But I'm curious to see how that'll change with doing this podcast. All right, so uh, what's our format? Some episodes, we're going to be doing that whole journey of weird thing. We'll be taking you on some paranormal investigations that we've done, uh, sharing any evidence we may or may not have collected. But we also want to blend that with some recommendations on places to eat and other things to do in the town of these haunted places. Because really, I mean, if you're going to make the trip all the way up to Fall River, Massachusetts to the Lizzie Borden house, you might as well also grab a lobster roll if you're not from New England. They're delicious. I highly recommend them hot with butter, as was recommended to me by other Connecticut people. You can check out Battleship Cove while you're up there. Oh, yeah. He really geeked out over (laughs) Battleship Cove. I am getting dragged to so many battleships being in this relationship. Shout out in the social comments if you also are in a similar relationship. Relationship. Uh Aha. I see what you did there. Hey. I'm sorry for that joke. 
So, <laughs> and some of our other episodes will just be about weird topics that are interesting to us. Such as? Well, for example, cryptids, UFOs, conspiracy theories, uh, high strangeness, which is just sort of a catch-all for weird stuff, uh, some fairy tales and mythical creatures. We like yeah. the, the folklore aspect. Yeah, I really want to get into, um, I, like, when we were able to take a trip to England, and I've been to Ireland once before, too, I tried to pick up books on um, folklore stories from those areas, uh, because I find it interesting that, you know, where do those stories intersect with modern ideals or just how they've carried through time? Anyway, what are we trying to achieve with this podcast? Right now, this journey is a passion project. It's an excuse for a shared hobby, a way for us to collect our thoughts uh, around these strange topics and to hopefully make friends with more like-minded weirdos. Uh, so, you know, in the end, maybe the real ghosts will be the friends we make along the way. <laughs> you see what I'm working with here? <laughs> We're also committed to the idea of breaking down the fear around the paranormal. Some topics we discuss might seem frightening, but I, for one, know I'd rather discuss why we fear these things than just blindly letting them give us the heebie-jeebies. Because you never know when it's just a cat trying to open a cupboard. Um, but I think that's it for this introduction episode. Join us for episode one, where we'll try not to make the same mistakes as George Lucas as we talk about... Pod racing. Uh, no, no, wait. Foo Fighters. Not the band. Uh, we didn't want to jump right out of the gate with an investigation episode, but don't worry, we've got lots of places already banked and uh, ready to ex explore with all of you. In the meantime, if you want to follow us, we are on Instagram and Twitter as Journey of Weird, all one word. We also have a Facebook page with the same name. So whether it's Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, we invite you to give us a thumbs up and share your thoughts in the episodes. We can't wait to know you all and hear your own theories and stories. So we hope you'll join us next time and collect another stamp in the weird passport. Bye!